0: Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today, I want to talk to you about the Barbie movie. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. I actually bought a ticket for the movie last yesterday and uh sat it was I sat through the hour and 54 minute movie it was complete torture from beginning to end it was absolute torture by the way I hopefully this uh we can Josh can get this video out so like on Monday or Tuesday rather than Thursday, just because it's timely. And, uh, but he just, as you know, Josh just had a baby. So I don't know if he can get to this right away, but hopefully that will happen. Because I, this movie, I still have PTSD from it. I mean, last night, I uh, last, when it was over uh, last evening, I left the theater and I was so just rattled by the whole thing and so just traumatized by it because the themes of it were so uh just insanely feminist and uh, feminist propaganda and i mean basically when i when i was watching the movie i was like this could just be a course at uc berkeley in women's studies On feminism, like the whole movie was a feminist (laughs) propaganda brainwashing scheme. I mean, and it was directed by Greta Gerwig, uh, who, of course, is a feminist and her partner, Noah Baumbach, who's also a a director. um, I don't know if they're actually married, but they call each other partner because, you know, marriage is just silly and outdated. So they're just partners. Um, They live in New York. And. The movie, first of all, the movie is just a mess to begin with. The, the plot points don't make any sense. Um, Ryan Gosling stars with Margot Robbie plays Barbie, and Ryan Gosling plays Ken, and all of the other Kens in in this Barbie world. It's like a fake fantasy Barbie world, and all there's all the Barbies in the Barbie world are are you know. Supreme court justices and powerful and they're, they have all these, you know, major careers and all the kins in this fantasy Barbie world are complete fools and idiots and don't know what they're doing. And, uh and so it's just the, uh, but the, 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 the plot points in the movie, it, it was like, it doesn't make sense. Like it's like Greta Gerwig was trying and her partner, Noah Baumbach was trying to create a story and it doesn't work. There are so many weird just holes in the plots in the plot. And, um, and the, in the beginning of the movie, uh, Helen Mirren does a voiceover and she says, she says things like, um, she says Barbie became so much more. She's talking about how Barbie was created. There's this whole kind of scene in the very beginning and it, it's reminiscent of, uh, 2001 space odyssey. Um, and at the, the the beginning of that movie, the prologue to it. And, and so and it, it shows these little girls bashing baby dolls heads on the ground. And, and then Barbie appears, Barbie comes out and, um, and Helen Mirren in her voiceover says that she became so much more than – because now she has – because in the beginning, Barbie was just kind of a, a doll who didn't have much. She was just a, a doll that started out as a lady in a bathing suit. But now she's so much more because she has money and she has her own house, her own car, her own career, and anything that you know women can have – And, and it's, it's, she says, Helen Mirren says, whatever, you know, women have in the real world is reflected now back on Barbie. And so, um, and, and then she says something, something to the effect of, if I can remember this right, she says something to the effect of, um, thanks to Barbie, all problems of feminism and equal rights have been solved. Um, and so... (laughs) (laughs) and so so the in the the word patriarchy in this movie is used i don't know how many times like all of the kins are the patriarchy the the barbies and, and and people humans in the real world the women in the real world are constantly talking about the patriarchy and toxic masculinity and so again this this movie it just is such a feminist anthem and it just bashes bashes men so incredibly uh just egregiously and um and then barbie has she has this moment in the movie where let me just remember what happens she she has this moment where she has they're doing like a dance routine all the barbies are doing a dance routine with the kins and she has this moment where she realizes that she she has this idea of death the the the, the idea of death occurs to her and um i can't find it right now but uh where is it yeah so she has this idea of death, which is uh, very... Un- it's un—it's unprecedented for Barbie to think of anything sad because all the Barbies are perfect and happy and they li- live in this perfect plastic Barbie land. So she has these un-Barbie thoughts and experiences and she thinks of death. And then her feet, in her high heel shoes, her feet which are molded for high heel shoes suddenly become flat and the, her feet basically touch the ground. So that's just kind of like a a nod to feminism as, as well. It's like, she, she doesn't need high heels. Like, and obviously women don't need high heels, but it just is like just more feminist uh, propaganda and brainwashing. And by the way, I mean, I, there were so many young girls in this, the movie when I was there, and they were all loving it and laughing, and and I was just thinking, like, this generation, this young generation has, it's like they have no chance. Like, they're the, the amount of brainwashing that's taking place is insane. By the way, I' pretty sure I haven't. I looked it up, but I one of the Barbies in the in the Barbie world is a trans person. It's a, it's a, this Barbie is played by a trans actress and um i'm pretty sure that's the case because that seemed like it was the case so of course you know all the bases are covered right to be as woke as possible and as uh as uh culturally you know relevant as possible and so once barbie's feet touch the ground she she wants advice from a misfit version of a barbie doll uh, who gives Barbie a pair of Birkenstocks? And basically, she 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 offers Barbie <laughs> Margot Robbie. She offers her a pair of high heel shoes or Birkenstocks. It is basically like the red pill or the blue pill in The Matrix. She's like, do you do you want to stay kind of Barbie and you know happy and and uh, not not have any complications, or do you want to discover who you really are and go into the real world? And so. Barbie ends up taking the Birkenstocks even though at first she doesn't want to. And then somehow it just is bizarre. This is a, one of the plot points that just doesn't make sense. Somehow Barbie and Ken tags along with her. He po- he pops up in the back of her convertible, her pink convertible car. Um because he wants to go with her. Cause Ken's basically in love with Barbie and Barbie wants nothing to do with Ken, right? Like none of the women, none of the Barbies, the women Barbies want, they, they want nothing to do with any of the male Barbies, like, which is crazy. We'll be right back after this short break. So men are just completely dismissed. And, uh, but Ken somehow sneaks into the back of Barbie's car. And so Barbie is dr- they start driving, and on this kind of desert road, and somehow end up—I don't know how this even works. They don't explain it. They don't. It's just somehow they just end up in Los Angeles, in the real in the real world. Actually, Venice Beach. Like they're they're they end up in Venice Beach on rollerblades. <laughs> so Barbie and Ken are rollerblading on the beach. Uh, on the sidewalk near the beach in Venice. And Barbie is astonished while she's rollerblading all, you know, all these toxic masculine guys are like whistling at her and, you know, uh, saying all these really sexist things to her. And so she is astonished to discover sexism because she's never experienced that before. And of course it's so over the top. In this movie, I mean, the the guys are just like they're basically like construction workers, just whistling at her and and yelling things at her. Um, and then Ken is happy to discover patriarchy because he um, he sees uh, these kind of he has the he somehow like it's intertwined with horses. Like he goes into like a shop, a cowboy shop or something, and he sees like you know, real men, quote unquote, like drink, you know, being masculine and doing masculine things and riding horses. And so Ken discovers patriarchy and he, he becomes in the real world. Ken becomes Ryan Gosling becomes this super, you know, toxic, quote unquote, toxic, masculine guy. And Barbie just, you know, is just shocked at how sexist the world is. And, um and then the movie the reason barbie is in the real world is because the, the reason she kind of had the malfunction in barbie land and the plastic barbie land is because apparently somebody in the real world a human in the real world was playing with her or doing something with her in in a, in a very aggressive way or in a wrong way and somehow that that made her think of death. And um, so her, the whole point of her coming to the real world is to f- track down the human that was playing with her so she can resolve the situation. And she ends up tracking down, she she finds this young girl, this like, you know, elementary school girl. I think she's elementary school or I don't know if she's high school or elementary school, but she finds this young girl and in a high school in Los Angeles and she thinks that, that, that it's this young girl who, who played with her in the wrong way or like, you know, just like did radical things to her or smashed her around or something. And so she, she approaches this girl in the school cafeteria and the girl is like, I don't play with Barbies anymore. Like I, the, I stopped playing with Barbies when I was five years old. And, the girl, the, this young girl, they make her into the most extreme. I mean, this poor young girl, like, this actress, they make her into the most extreme, bitter, hateful s- feminist. I mean, it's just uh, absurd. But then it turns out that her mother, it's actually her mother who was doing the changes with Barbie. Her mother, played by America Ferrar- Ferrera. Ferrara, I don't know how to say her name, but, um, her mother works at Mattel. Mattel creates, created Barbie. Uh, her mother works at Mattel and apparently this is another plot point that just is so bizarre and doesn't make any sense. So they show her at her desk doing sketches of Barbie and like doing kind of weird versions of her. And apparently that's what tripped up Barbie in the plastic world. Um these like dark sketches of Barbie like re- tripped her up, and so she finds she tracks down Amer- uh, America Ferrera and the mom of this daughter, and they basically go on this adventure they all three of them the the Margot Robbie the Barbie, and America Ferrera and her daughter they all go on this adventure to try to solve the problem which still, again, doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> so, and by the way, so all, so they, all of the executives at Mattel, all of like, there's like, I don't know, 12 executives at Mattel and they're all like straight white men, or I think they're all, they may, they may not be all white men, but they're all men. Um, and so of course they're just toxic patriarchy and that's how they have to, you know, these, these three women on this adventure have to rebel against these, these, uh, and all the, all the, the, the CEO is played by Will Ferrell and all of these CEOs, all of the, the people at the, the executives at this, at Mattel are just complete and utter fools and idiots. Of course, like the men have to be idiots. and, so then, Barbie s- somehow resolves that, right? And she goes back. I don't. This is again. This is just like the plots. The plot does not make any sense. And then she she goes back to Barbieland. She and Ken go back, and you you kind of she goes back to this plastic world, and she you kind of you know, and any other movie Barbie and ken margot robbie and ryan gosling would sort of get together in the end like they would you know get married and live happily ever after but no that's not the case because barbie decides that she wants to to leave barbie land and and basically become human and move to the real world again and the creator of barbie in real life is her name was ruth handler And um, in the movie, she's played by Rhea Perlman from Cheers. I don't know if you remember her. But Ruth Handler says, you know, Barbie is upset. And Ruth Handler says to Barbie, why are you upset? Like you, you saved Barbie Land from the patriarchy. So again, I mean, I'm telling you the word patriarchy and, and patriarch, like the, that word is used, I don't know, probably two dozen times in the movie. Uh, it's so insane. And, um, and then Ruth tells Barbie that she says this thing that was really disturbing. She says, you know, dolls go on forever, but humans have only one end. And, and, uh, Something like, and it's not, you know, and it's not a good end. Like basically dolls live forever and humans don't is what is Ruth hand, what Ruth handler saying to Barbie, uh, which is not true. Of course, biblically, all human beings live for, we all live forever. Whether we're in, in heaven or in hell, we all live forever. Uh, all human souls live forever. All human bodies live forever. Um, because we're going to be resurrected in our body. So, um, of course, you know, this Ruth Handler ha- has a materialist worldview where human beings are just, we're just time plus chance plus matter, matter, and then when we die, we just no longer exist. So that's another message that these the, these young kids get from this movie, that humans, you know, once we die, that's it. Like, there's no there's no life after death. There's no hope. So, um, and then she asks, Barbie asks Ruth permission to give her, to make her human. And she said, she, she says, but you don't need my permission. And then Barbie says, but you're my creator. <laughs> it's so just like blasphemous. like, anyway, it's just, it's crazy. Um, And then Barbie ends up, you know, there's this kind of moment between Ruth handler and Barbie in this giant studio. And they are having, you know, these kind of, um, it's like super sentimental moment with them holding hands. And basically, uh, Ruth handler just lets her go and lets her become a human. and, so somehow, again, who knows how this happens, but Barbie ends up in the real, real world. And the last scene of the movie is uh, Barbie ends up with America Ferreira and her daughter in their car. And they're driving around Los Angeles and you don't know what's going to happen. And the very last scene is Barbie, Margot Robbie gets out of the car as a human and she walks into this office and you don't know what's happening. And, and um, the last, the very last line of the movie, (laughs) it's just like, (laughs) I can't, you can't make this stuff up guys. I mean, the very last line of the movie is she walks up to this desk and there's a woman at the desk and it's apparently like a doctor's office. And she says, I'm here to see my gynecologist. And that's the end of the movie. So that is, you know, supposed to be like super feminist, you know, ending. Um. So yeah, that's kind of the movie. And uh, again, Ken, Ken is right. Played by Ryan Gosling, is just. He is the butt of every joke. He is, you know, a fool, an idiot. Uh, he. He even says, like, you know, I can't, the only, there's no kin without Barbie. And, um, so basically there's no men without women. I mean, it's just, um, and so the, the, I just, I, I seriously left this movie just almost shaking because I was just like, I can't believe the amount. I mean, this is like, as I said in the, the live Q and A the other day, like this is worse than like Mao's, Chairman Mao of China, his the cultural re- revolution and the brainwashing, the re-education camps that went on. And this movie is literally re-educating all of your children. Please do not let your children see this movie. It is horrendous. Not only, are, as I said, not only are the themes bad, but um, the plot points don't make any sense. And it's it's badly directed... It, it tries to be um a wes anderson kind of movie uh but it fails miserably and the plot points are are terrible and make no sense and and it's just again this this modern feminist movement is so toxic so it talk to- it's toxic femininity is what it is and and not toxic masculinity and it's so toxic because what it does is and i've talked about this so many times it pits men and women against each other it makes men the bad guys in this in in our society women are without fault they're completely faultless and men are terrible and awful and toxic and um patriarchal and Of course, this leads. This is why I say this all the time. This is why the divorce rate is so high in this in this country and in the West because this constant drumbeat of this modern feminist movement that portrays men as is awful and evil and toxic and stupid, Uh, and and so one of like when a woman like in the New York times, when you, when you hear about a woman divorcing her husband, like a a famous person or whatever, the New York times reports that as a good thing. It's almost like you become empowered as a woman. If you leave your husband, um, which is so crazy. And I say this all the time too, when we do that, when we destroy the design, the biblical design of men and women, that god designed to such a such a beautiful way a complementary way complementarian ways where men and women are equal in value value but have different roles and uh th- when we abandon that we see all of the the, the the destruction destruction around us uh including you know broken families broken um broken marriages broken people mental health issues um tra- i think this all feeds into the trans movement this the the trans situation that's going on now the social contagion of that i think is a result of all of this and partly and um and it leads to all kinds of things like me- homelessness and other things um and basically the d- decay of society so it's just so disturbing and depressing, but we all know that God has the final word in the end. So we don't, we need not be too depressed or fear because God is in control and God is going to, to make things all things right in the end. Um, So we know that the ending of the real story of the God story is going to have a very happy ending. If you're a Christian, it's going to have a, a very, very happy ending. So um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I, yeah, I beg you not to, I'm, I'm really sad that I spent money on this movie because I don't want to support the movie, <laughs> but I had to do it. And by the way, I like there, it was sold out. Like the, all the screenings yesterday were practically sold out. So I had to sit in like the fourth row, right? The screen was like right here. So my neck, I was like craning my neck the entire time. Um, to, to watch this movie and I was like getting dizzy from being so close to the screen. But uh, yeah, this is, um, this is not, oh, and by the way, uh, there's this one moment, I just forgot this. There's a one, one moment at the near the end, back in Barbie land and the president, the, the president of the president is Barbie. One of the Barbies is a president and, um, and all the Supreme court justices are, are Barbies. Right. And w- one of the kins, not Ryan Gosling, but one of the other kins asked the president, can I be a Supreme court justice? And she says, no. Um, she said, no, you can be some sort of lower kind of circuit court justice or judge. Um, and so, again, it's just like, in this movie, all the women, the the women, all the Barbies have all of the power and the men have zero. And they're just, they're kind of just goofy and just doing goofy things throughout the entire movie. Like, they have no direction and no... Um, so, it just, again... <laughs> It is such an insane movie. Please don't go see it. And um yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about this movie. I wrote down a bunch of notes. But um yeah, it's it's just shocking that this movie is is doing so well. And I think that the reason it's doing well is number 1, it's I it's about this iconic doll Barbie. Uh, but also because I think they spent, I don't know how much, millions and millions of dollars in marketing. And of course, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are the two stars. So that's, I, I guess that's a draw. But anyway, I just had to, to I wanted to see the movie just so I could, because t- I already knew a lot, some of, the, some of what the movie was about. I knew it was a feminist uh, propaganda machine. So I wanted to talk about it. And uh, just warn you guys not to go to this film. So thank you guys for watching. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Beckett Cook Show. Your support makes this content possible. All episodes of The Beckett Cook Show are also available on YouTube. For more information about Beckett and his ministry, visit his website at beckettcook.com. Thank you to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find more faith-centered podcasts about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.